1: Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Thank you so much for tuning in. KSL News Radio at this hour of the day and all hours of the day. Right now, KSL News Time 1.36. Quick programming update. Uh, In about 15 minutes from right now, you've heard the conversation over the past half hour talking about presidential pardons. We, in about 15 minutes, are going to jump back into that topic. And welcome to the program, Utah Representative Phil Lyman, to talk about uh, how he went about securing a presidential pardon, uh, what that means, and uh, what what lessons can be learned from that. Very much looking forward to that conversation. Right now, though, uh, we, we need to talk about animals. I I know that I talk too much about Baby Piper. I know. The the consultants have told me so. (laughs) I try to dial it down. Be grateful, though, that I don't talk about my cat. I've got this cat. Uh, Her name is Rachel 2. Came into my life about six years ago as a wedding gift, believe it or not. uh, Rescued from the Best Friends Animal Society. Uh, I am a huge admirer of this organization, uh, and that in large part is due to the uh, wonderful companionship that my wife and I, and now baby Piper, have enjoyed with our uh, little cat we got there. A calico. Yeah. And missing a tail, too. Not sure if that's a breed or if it got caught in a door. Who knows? We'll never know. Uh, but very grateful to uh, Breast Friends Animal Society for, uh, you know, being part of bringing that little creature into our life. There was a A news brief that came out the other day from the Society uh, that talked about how the organization, Best Friends Animal Society, uh, says it's closer now uh, than ever to being a no-kill place. Now, what does that exactly mean? Uh, Honestly, it took me some uh, learning to figure it out, and I thought who best to explain it to you uh, than Tema Martin from Best Friends Animal Society. Tema, welcome to the program.
0: Hey, Lee. Thanks for those kind words. It's great to be here.
1: Tell me, uh, there there have been some changing numbers over the past number of years, but to to really understand before we get into the numbers and what's going on, uh, tell me what it means to be a a no-kill state.
0: Sure. Well, first, let me clarify. Best Friends is a no-kill organization, but what we've been doing um, actually over the past 20-some years, but very focused over the past six years, Mm. is trying to bring all of Utah into to become a no-kill state. And what that would mean is we have 62 partner shelters and rescue organizations that are part of the No-Kill Utah Coalition. We're all working together, and the goal is to make every shelter in every community in Utah no-kill. And that would mean that at least 90% of the animals that come into these shelters leave alive, either through adoption, being returned to their owners, or being taken in by another rescue group. And we acknowledge that sometimes as many as 10% of the animals that come into shelters are too injured or too sick and aren't treatable, where putting them out of their suffering is the kindest thing, or they're, they're dangerous and it's not safe to place them for adoption. So that's up to 10% is allowed, you know, that's true sure. euthanasia. Right. But we're trying to make sure, we're trying to end the killing of healthy and, and adoptable pets in, in Utah shelters and across the nation, but our focus right now is in Utah.
1: I know it's hard to summarize the the efforts of six years, but uh, talk to me about some of the highlights and some of the objectives that have taken place over this past uh, six years working towards this goal.
0: Well, you know, we've made a lot of progress. We've been, of course, encouraging people to adopt when they're looking for a pet rather than buying from a breeder or a pet store or an online retailer. Um, we encourage people to spay and neuter volunteer, foster, spread the word, you know, get involved. And a lot of people, you know, Utah's really done a great job of making good decisions about pets. And that has brought us to where we are now. And actually, um interestingly, everybody as as things shut down in March because of COVID, both in Utah and across the country, there was a fear that a lot of that more animals would die as, as a result because those shelters were closed. And you know we have really seen a silver lining since since March, where an, a phenomenal number of animals have gone into foster homes. Um, adoptions are up, and you know people have really stepped up to help pets, largely because they're working from home and it's easier to have a pet around when you're when you're at home.
1: That makes a lot of sense. I, I shared those fears. In fact, I remember having conversations with uh, various shelters when. Uh, you know, there were shutdowns first happening when certain businesses weren't able to operate. In fact, some of the uh, shelters I was aware of, you know, because of the because of the rules uh, by the county, the, the animals weren't able to be visited by the, the would be adopters. And so uh, it's so great to hear uh, these these numbers here. Uh, how 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 can people listening right now uh, both benefit from what what you're Society offers the best friends animal society, and more importantly, how can folks listening help move us closer to uh, that, that status we're seeking?
0: Sure. Well, one really cool thing that came about as shelters adapted and kind of pivoted and found ways to innovate adoption right after they shut down is because the animals are in foster homes now, organizations are doing virtual adoption. So when you go to adopt a pet now, You get online and you're on a video chat with the foster parents and the pet and an adoption counselor, and you get to learn more than ever before about these animals because they're living in a home. So people know who they get along with. They know how they walk on a leash if they're a dog. They know their likes and dislikes and any funny quirks. And so it's really a great time to adopt because you're getting to see that animal in a home, rather than in a cage or kennel. And they're often sitting on the couch next to the foster parent or on the bed or doing cute things. So adoptions have really um, done well because of these changes in how the process is. So what we ask people to do is go to your local shelter. You can, um, you know, foster if you're not ready to commit to adopting. You can, um, you know, if you are ready to adopt, look at what's available. You can go to PetFinder.com, which is a a database that starts locally. You put in what you're looking for in your zip code and it'll show you, you know, dozens or hundreds or depending on, you know, it spans out regionally and nationally, thousands or hundreds of thousands of animals that are up for adoption. So it's a great place to start looking. Um, and, And we really do, these animals are not only, not only are you saving a life, but what they give back to us, especially during this really difficult year, is, you know, they lower blood pressure, they reduce anxiety and depression. Having an animal around is really good for us. So it's a fantastic time to adopt. We also ask people to um, – there are communities in Utah that still have a life-saving gap, which means they are not to that 90% threshold. So reach out to your local shelter to, to adopt or foster. And the group of animals that really, really needs our help more – than cats more than dogs. We, we need to save more cats, but particularly community cats that are free roaming or sometimes known as feral cats. So you can learn how to help feral cats by going to utah.bestfriends.org. And you can get involved in trap, neuter, return where you trap them, get them spayed or neutered, vaccinated and ear tipped, and then they can go back where they were. And we also ask people to in their communities, um, support what's called return to field, where when animal control officers pick up cats, the shelter will get them spayed or neutered and then put them back. So both of those, because those those community cats are really not socialized with people. Mm -hmm. So the only way to save them is get them spayed or neutered so they're not reproducing and put them back where they can be in a managed colony. People feed and shelter and give them water, but they're really not adoptable. And we have a lot of those cats to save. Sure.
1: We're speaking with Tema Martin with Best Friends Animal Society. Uh, final question. It comes via a texter, and I don't understand the the background here, so I'm just going to give it to you as the texter sends it in. Uh, when will vouchers for feral cats be back? W- w- what is that a voucher? What do they What do they mean?
0: Well, for years, Best Friends has provided vouchers for people who are doing trap neuter return I see. Um, to get you know to help support the spay or neuter, and that. They were vouchers that were good at veterinarians' um, offices. I do not know currently. Um, everything has been upended this year, and sure. with changes in focus, they are they are supposed to be available again in certain targeted areas where that will really help. You know, the life saving they used to be statewide and there have been some changes. I am not sure. But if okay. they contact Best Friends, we can maybe get an answer more directly for that.
1: Outstanding. Uh, Miss Martin, thank you so much uh, for the conversation and the work you do with Best Friends Animal Society and well beyond. Thanks again.
0: Thanks, Lee. Great to talk to you.
1: All righty. Uh, quick break. When we return, we're going to jump back into the conversation of presidential pardons and speak With one on the receiving end of a pardon himself, Representative Phil Lyman will be my guest next to talk about his receipt of a presidential pardon ahead on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.
2: I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home.